So I have a hunch that whenever you heard me read this gospel lesson, you started thinking about arguments you've had with other people. Yeah? Yeah, there's nervous laughter over here. A little bit over here. And you've also thought about which of those arguments were resolved. Yay! Right? And which of those were not resolved? Those exist, don't they? I'm not the only one who still holds grudges. Right? Okay, there it is. There it is. It is hard to deal with conflict faithfully. Because we are commanded to tell the truth about how we have been hurt. Because we are forced to be vulnerable. Because we might recognize that we aren't the ones who are right. And that's not a real great feeling for those of us who really like to be right all of the time. Right? But this is what living in community is about. It's about truth-telling and admonishing and forgiving and reconciling. It is powerful stuff. Taking the time to cool off and then meet with someone face-to-face instead of doing what we usually do and vent about them behind their backs. Right? No one ever does this? It's like you're very good people if you never do that. But meeting with them face to face and being honest, being vulnerable, this is the stuff that changes relationships. It builds up trust. It creates wholeness or shalom. This is what the ideal Christian community should be like, right? Ideal, kind of a fantasy a bit. But this, we know, is what it should look like. Now, despite the sometimes uncaring ways we treat one another, we see glimpses of this transforming community in our midst through prayer chains, through surprise meals that show up on our front doorstep saying, hey, we know you're going through something, here's food. One less thing to think about. Through gathering together to worship and to sing and to pray, while we know that our sisters and brothers in the Caribbean and southeastern United States have evacuated or have chosen to be really brave and hunker down in the face of this storm, while they are praying for their own safety, while they are praying for God to protect them. And so because we have been joined together as brothers and sisters of Christ gathered in this room, as others gather for worship, we are joined to those who cannot gather for worship We gather to worship 
and to pray for those who have been or those who are or those who will be devastated by earthquakes, by flooding, by wildfires, and by Hurricane Irma. So today I invite you to take time to close your eyes. I'm giving you permission to close your eyes during a sermon. Right? I'm trusting you. So close your eyes, fold your hands, or have them open, and I will be praying a prayer for our brothers and sisters with us here. With the psalmist, we cry out, How long, O Lord? How long will the winds rush and the seas quake? How long will the mountains burn and the earth shake? How long will our brothers and sisters huddle in isolating self-made fortresses? How long will we have too much fire, too much wind, and too much water in all the wrong places? How long do we have to catch our breath before Hurricane Jose arrives on Hurricane Irma's heels? God, you are the one who called all things into creation. From lichen to bamboo, from slugs to crocodiles, from nothingness to humanity that hums with your very breath. Do not be silent. Do not turn your back on us. Do not forget us. Forgive us for the way that we have treated one another, ourselves, and creation. Forgive us for the way that we have treated you. We have ignored you. We have turned our back on you. We have forgotten you. God, you have known us since before we were in our mother's wombs. You cared for us. You nurtured us. You delight in your creation. Remind us again to turn to you, for you are our help in trouble. Give us courage to serve our brothers and sisters as they recover from devastation. Give us grace to ask for forgiveness when our stress wins over kindness. Give us generosity in providing assistance, donating time, and collecting relief items. Watch over those who have evacuated and those who have hunkered down. Watch over those who have been summoned by the National Guard to be present for assistance and rescues. Watch over those who coordinate cleanup and rebuilding. Watch over those who have stayed behind to tend to hospitals, to nursing homes, to zoos, and to emergency shelters. Watch over those who fight wildfires in California and Montana around the clock. 
Watch over those who are recovering from earthquakes in Chiapas and Oaxaca and flooding in India and Pakistan. Watch over those whose lives have been forever changed. By your call to live in Christian community, stir us to action and compassion for our brothers and sisters. For where two or three of us gather in your name, you have promised to be in our midst. Amen.